Hello, 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 and welcome back to Positively Influential. Today, I'm gonna to give you a bit of a debrief about some of the things that I've been really inspired by this week. The first of which, I have been listening to the Ultimate Jim Rowan Collection um, on Audible. Now, Jim, Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N, was one of the forefathers of personal development as we know it now and so the material has been gathered from all sorts of seminars and workshops and speeches that he's given over the years and it's i think there's about 11 and a half hours of content so it's pretty meaty stuff and what i love about it is that there's this kind of timeless classic feel to it. So the world has massively changed, the business world has hugely changed since he began delivering his content around how to think and behave differently to achieve a different result in your life. And there's one particular story that he has uh, been sharing that really landed with me this week and it's about reaping and sowing and he actually used the example of a story from the bible which I don't actually know and I can't remember what it is but it comes it came from investigating what that's all about and the whole concept with the reaping and the sowing is that when you start out as a farmer you probably, if you just decide to be a farmer, don't really know much about the soil or the best places to uh, sow or anything to do with that. And yet as a business owner, we come in and expect to just sort of land on our feet and know it all. And we can't. And when you are sowing seeds, you don't know you don't know that that one seed isn't going to get eaten by a bird. You don't know if that one seed that you put out there is actually going to be on soil that uh, is infertile for some reason. You don't know if that one seed is going to drop beneath some craggy rocks um, and not be able to grow through. And so it's important to sow lots of seeds. Okay, so make sure that those those ideas, those those um, creative connections are in lots of different places because you never know which one is going to come to the fore and be the first to raise its head through the through the soil. And when you do this and you really then learn how to not only sow better, but also then know when the harvest is coming and also know when the fallow season is coming, you're much more able in business to prepare for that. And it is a learning journey. It is something in business and in our own lives that we are having experiences and we have a choice as to whether we reflect on them and grow through them or whether we keep making the same mistakes by planting those seeds or scattering those um, those seeds in places that are never gonna give us what we want. So I just thought I'd share that with you. If something about it just really landed with me. A Couple of the things that I've been doing this week, I've been speaking to lots of PR people, lots of PR opportunities and podcast interviews. As I've been predicting, the interest in breath work and breath is already mounting um, in in the sort of wider popular culture and particularly lots of articles that will be going out at the beginning of the new year. So I'm just going to say to you, 
with the amount of interest this is garnering, gathering at speed, if you think that there's just even the tiniest bit of you that's interested in learning more about breathwork and breath coaching, don't hang about because it is literally about to go boom. And I actually was reflecting on how lucky I feel that I have a good sense for when something is about to do that. I began all of my podcasting business um, the courses, the membership that I used to have, all of the, the growth, monetization, and kickstarting your podcast courses, all of which are now available on my annaparkernaples.com website, and the link is below. I started all of that because I could see that podcastings were about, podcasting was about to, to, to really explode. And I'm so grateful that I followed that intuition and that nudge. And I feel like it's the same with breathwork. And we are the first cohort for the Influential Breathwork Coach Certification starts on the 17th of October. And we're closing the cart for the first cohort with all of those amazing bonuses, including coming on a VIP retreat day with me in Oxfordshire. We're closing on Sunday night, Sunday the 15th. And all this week, I am going to be taking calls should you wish to ask some questions or send me a DM or whatever, if there's just a little bit of you that's super curious. So other things that have gone on for me this week, I've been really diving into some learnings around uh, heart resonance, heart rate variability and heart rate coherence and how through the breath, we can regulate or alter our heart rate. And when we're able to do that, it sends really powerful signals to the brain. So our heart is actually like a brain in itself, but we don't think of it in those terms. It sends messages to the brain, which then intensifies the electromagnetic field that is around the heart. Now we have around us a three foot circumference uh, of a magnetic field that comes directly from our heart into the wider world. And this is one of the reasons why we are, we are so affected by other people's energy. You know when someone is in your space and those kinds of things. And with heart coherence breathing, you are able to bring other people into balance you're able to affect other people's uh, energy field. You're able to affect other people's bodies and their energies, which is just fascinating to me. And it all starts with the breath and intention about what you're thinking about while you're breathing, which is, is incredible. And it's about bringing that balance to the autonomic nervous system. Um, and that it just fascinates me. We just don't stop and think about what our bodies are doing inside us or beyond us. And the awareness of this just gives us so many tools in how we coach people, how we interact with our friends, our family, how we bring ourselves back into balance. Fascinating stuff. So I wanted to share with you a little bit about um, what I've been up to this week, and particularly this weekend. I'm having a really lazy Sunday. I've just had a bath in the middle of the day because I've just got back from... Um, a retreat that was hosted by Jojo Graham. Now, Jojo was my first ever business coach about five and five and a half years ago, something like that. And although we've kind of kept in touch, we fell out of each other's worlds, if you like, just because we were both going on different growth paths. But she was hosting a retreat just up the road from me. And I thought, actually, 
the fact that it's almost on my doorstep feels really good because I can come home at night um, and just just go in the day and still be here for the family and things like that. So um, funnily enough, Jojo had been in touch because she'd been listening to this podcast after thinking, I've not heard from Anna for a while, wonder what she's been up to. And she happened to listen to the first of these very laid back episodes where I was talking about um, my intention at the moment to be very raw and stripped back in my content and the way that I show up because it feels just much more aligned with who I am and where I am and what I've been through and I don't know if it'll stay like this but I'm enjoying it at the moment so she'd got in touch to say you know um, I'd been listening and it got me really thinking about the amount of stress and what would happen for me if if I became unwell through stress so we kind of connected and I'm, I reached out to her and I said, look, I'm thinking about just coming along because I'd love to see you. I'd love to be in the room with more business people. And um, I said, I'd love it if, if you were open to it. I'd love to offer you and your guests uh, a breathwork session. Um, and that's what I did. So I went down on Friday. We did some hot tubbing. We did some masterminding, some hot seating on people's businesses. Um, Uh, made some new buddies which is always lovely and really listened to other people's stories about why they were driven to build a business online in the first place what is it that makes them tick why they'd come into it and what I find fascinating in listening to hot seat scenarios is even the most incredible people stumble and don't necessarily always see the potential sitting in front of them. They're blocking themselves in some way. And one of the ladies called Akila, and I'm afraid I don't know her surname. I will have to go and check that out. Uh, maybe let you know on another episode. But she did a little talk for us about identity and how our identity shapes the results we get and the ways that we hold ourselves back And what happens if, as you become aware of the identity you've been living and you shift that and begin to model yourself and inhabit and embody the next level version of you, whatever that means, that doesn't necessarily mean the the much wealthier version. It could be the calmer version. It could be the kinder version of you could be the one who speaks up more, could be the one who is much more of a leader when you begin to acknowledge what you're you have identified with and that it won't serve you to to create that next level of your life and business then it becomes a really useful tool and what she actually got us to do was draw um draw Im- an image of what it feels like to be that next level of person and at first I'm not a very visual person so this for me was quite a big challenge I'm quite wordy you might have noticed from the amount of podcast content that I've created in the past but it was fascinating what came through I mean I've been really open on on this show that I want to come from a place that's relaxed that um, is good for my stress levels long term that is a real reflection of where I'm at in life. 
And what I ended up drawing without really stopping to think about it, we didn't have very long, was this wide open space that represented my belly, which represents, it was like a kind of oblong sausage, if you like. And the point of that, that being representing my belly and my intuition, is that when there are no hard knots there and it's spaciousness and it's soft, not only do I feel unstressed, relaxed, probably the word, not only do I do I not have stress and tension and worry, but I'm also much more in touch with my intuition. And that's the place I want to come from. The other thing I drew then was a, a heart that represents... Um, coming from the work that I'm doing is actually about the ripple effect that the work has. So not only in the fact that I've just talked about the heart resonance, not only when we come from this heart space, are we looking after ourselves, but it radiates out towards other people. And I guess that that's, that's what I see that I'm doing. Um, there were some other comedy things in what I drew in that I tried to do some sort of speech bubbles with other people going out and talking about heart work, but they accidentally looked like really fat um, sperm. So I'm not the greatest, most skilled drawer, obviously. But it was a really interesting thing for me. In the past, I would never have thought that I would be able to or be interested in building a business and a life for myself from that relaxed calm and the words that were coming up for me were actually peaceful, aligned and in flow because previously I would, if I'd done this exercise, my identity would have been very much about, you know, that I guess that what's coming through for me is that very much hands on hips, um, strong, strong superhero type stance, um, and kind of power pose, if you like. And I feel like I've done that and I've been there and it's the next evolution. So that's my question to you. What's the identity that you're running with? The old story that you're running with about yourself? And is that identity going to take you to what you next want? And if it isn't, what identity values and shifts and embodiment do you need to move towards to allow yourself that freedom and expansion? It was pretty powerful stuff, actually. So I hope some of that's landing with you guys. You need to go and do a drawing, honestly. Who knows, you might end up drawing some really fat sperm accidentally now that I've planted that seed, as it were, in your head. So other things, um, some client breathwork sessions that I have led, which have been amazing, some group ones and some one-to-ones. I honestly do believe for anyone who's out there and is curious about mindset and deepening deepening transformation, deepening self-knowledge for people. If you work in that field at all, this stuff is literally mind-blowing. Um, so, first of all, I had one, one lady that I worked with who, when she did a deep breath work, she she's an incredibly well-poised, graceful woman. And when she did a deep breath work, she ended up having a very spiritual connected experience with both of her grandmothers. 
um, who have passed and feeling as though they were helping her to remove a, a black kind of viscousy mask, if you like, that was around locked around her jaw. And that when that mask was removed, she felt so powerful and able to speak. And when she was then talking about this consciously afterwards, she was saying, well, what this means for me is I know I've got to get on stages. I know I've got to speak up about um, the legacy that I know I'm here to build. And I've got to stop pretending I don't have the words because I very much do. So that was really powerful to see. There was another instance where uh, a, a lady I worked with, incredible business owner, she really is all about conscious leadership. Whatever whatever guys, she, like me, has many interests and many different business ideas and um, what's, the, what's the phrase? I want to say sausages in the fire pan, but I'm sure you'll get, you'll know that that's not actually the phrase. What do you say? I don't know. Forks in the saucepan? I don't know. No, isn't it something? I'm going to leave it there. I'm sure you'll know what I mean. She has many irons in the fire that's it that's the phrase and when she went into this deep thing when this this deep experience that is not just the breathwork but it's guided with nlp and hypnotic language and reiki and some healing energy and stuff when she came back around she was like that is the strongest most powerful experience of my entire life i have never felt anything like that and she is no stranger to energetic work and coaching and transformational stuff and she's done breath work before but she said that the way that i was guiding the session and very much holding the session and it was so tailored to what was going on for her would just gave her this incredible release and she felt that not only not only was she aware that what she's building is is for herself, her children, but also the the conscious leadership piece comes from, and she could see more than seven generations of grandmothers um, in in her support system, and they were very much making her aware that they're there and that she isn't alone because sometimes this work when you're a conscious leader can feel overwhelming, but we're not, and we think, oh, sometimes I'm out on a limb and I'm saying this and is it all worth it? I can't alone change the world. But what was coming through for her is that it's not, it's about, it's about changing things for generations that the generations before weren't able to do. And what happens if you know that um, it's not just, you are the accumulation of your forefathers and your foremothers. And your work then takes on much more meaning because we do now have the skills, the knowledge of how the mind works, how the body works, how trauma is stored intergenerationally to be able to be the generation that begins to unlock these things and makes the, the next generation, our children, aware that they don't have to stay stuck in the patterns. So that was really powerful. Another lady was much more resistant, I think, uh, to to whether it would work for her or not. She actually didn't have one of those kind of spiritual profound experiences. Instead for her, it was much more physical. And she said that she felt as though her shoulders had dropped dramatically by about two inches. And when you looked at her, she looked so much calmer and much more, much younger, much freer. 
and that she was really aware from that release that she'd been carrying this sense that she had the whole world on her shoulders with a weight of heaviness as she was wanting to build a new business um, and actually well, what happens if she doesn't have that weight on the world of her shoulders it can actually be quite fun and joyful and there's a really different energy to knowing you're creating something out of joy than something out of heaviness you know we've got to enjoy our businesses we've got to enjoy what we're building it's got to have purpose and meaning for us because otherwise we can't get through the duller stuff or the harder stuff in our businesses so that was really really fascinating um so many stories that i always have to be careful what i say because i don't ever want to give away someone's really really private experience but my god i i cannot believe that i found something that gives people a far more profound sense of themselves and a sense of release than anything else that I've ever come across. And I can't wait to get this out there, coupled with the knowledge of, well, how do we manage our flow state? How do we manage our anxiety? How do we manage emergency situations where we're overwhelmed? Um, so yeah, I'm excited about what's coming next. So as I wrap up this little Sunday afternoon episode, just want you to think about what is that identity you're carrying? Are you someone who has the world, the weight of the world on their shoulders? Are you someone who believes that you can't, even though you tell the world you think you can? Are you someone who, are you someone who you know you've outgrown? And if you are, I'd really, love you to just take a moment take a breath to go in close your eyes and go in and just think about what would it feel like to be the next version of you not the one that's three four five years away but the one you need to be to create what you want in the next three to six months what place are you coming from I'd love to know what comes up for you. So get in touch. I absolutely love it when people reach out to say, Anna, I listened to your show and it made me think about this. Sometimes as podcasters, we can feel like we're talking into the vacuum. So listeners, I'm sending you lots of love. I hope you have a great week. Oh, and by the way, it won't be long until I start to bring guests back onto this show because I feel like I found my mojo again, which is just so cool. Uh, we'll still have this relaxed vibe. We'll still be having a really gentle chat. You'll still find out what's going on for me. But um, yeah, I'm ready to step back into peaceful, aligned and flowing work. Over and out. Take care.